systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib jab. Jib jab, jib jab, jib jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. It's It's the early bird special today. It's because you're sitting there with your coffee. I know. Little, little coffee chat time instead of a uh, a coke in the middle afternoon to keep me up till I go to bed. <laughs> or or normally you'll have uh, jugs. That's what I call her jugs, jugs because she carries this huge. What is it? Oh, technically what's it called? It's a called thermos. Like H- is it a thermos? I don't know. Not I, uh, I forgot what it's called. You've probably been targeted by the ads before. It's yeah. basically like a huge water bottle that has like a sleeve that can keep it. Cold. I mean, there's a lot of these out there yeah. on the market, right? Yeah. No, I, well, I bought that before we left for, um, like, literally, I think I got it the day I, I left for Arizona. Okay. And I remember thinking, at, like, I filled it up, and I think I was in Indianapolis, maybe getting towards my final destination of, uh, where the hell did I stop that first night? Carbondale, uh, Illinois. Carbondale, Illinois. In the middle of Bufu nowhere. But as I was driving, I looked at this bottle, I'm like, why that? I'm never going to drink this much water. I drink like two of them a yeah. day now, living in the desert. So it's a it's a good thing to have. She does, but it's just it's 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 like a constant companion. Yes, it's, it's like the way um, a mother has a uh, you know like a baby, and you know the baby's going to be on the mom's hip. <laughs> That's how it is with this thing. Wherever AJ is, that uh, that that jug is with me. That jug is within two feet. The only time it's not with me is when I ride my bike because I have two water bottles on my bike. Mm. But I just dump the water from the jug. Into and the like water it, you have no idea how much this jug, like how much, uh, just a lot of moments in our life it uh, takes up. Like she every day, like we've redone the way we do our ice in yeah. the freezer because AJ loads this thing up with ice. The ice maker is kind of hokey on our yeah. fridge and we just haven't figured out how to fix it. So. so we've already like, there's the ice thing where she's always filling up this jug, this uh, with the, all this ice and then the water and then the little flavor stuff and you mix it all up together. Or like wherever we go, she has to know like, oh, where's my jug? Where's my where's jug? My Hold jug? on. Where's my jug? I have to bring it. It's gr- It is really nice to have when you live in Arizona. I remember somebody saying, hey, you think you drink enough water now? Drink twice as much. That's living in Arizona. And I drink a lot of water before, but I drink a shit ton now. And then the um, the uh, final part with the the jugs, the way the jug has changed our life, <laughs> is uh, the method in which she drinks. Because like she just took a sip of coffee right there, yeah. right? It was pretty indistinguishable to all of us. She just took it. Is no that big deal. why you hate the jug? It is <gasps> so fucking wrong. I figured it out! It sounds like you've got to understand me. It's, it's got a little uh it's a it's, cartoon esque sound. It's not it's not like a water bottle. Yeah, it's I not mean, a you, bottle. You could drink it that way if you wanted to, but it's so big that it's got one of those like rubber straws that comes out of the top. So what do you do? So like you bite the top of it. You have to bite it to open it. And then and then you you suck in the water. Okay. And this thing is so goddamn big. That she, it, it, it looks like she's trying to take the world's biggest bong hit because she like sits there <laughs> and she <laughs> If it makes you feel better, I try and not I to know, drink it around you and now. And I know that the the first four aren't even getting liquid in there. Like the first four are is is just to kind of load 
the straw. I don't think it's that loud. I think you're... <laughs> it is cartoon-esque. You I know could... what? Go get my jug, and I'm going to drink into the microphone, <laughs> and people can tell me if it's that loud. If this was, like, the like, world... I, it's not like I'm going to whip it Listen, out in the middle of church, you know? If <laughs> this... Yeah, because it's so goddamn loud. Um, no, I wouldn't do that. You know, if this was the days of uh, radio uh, broadcast in, like, 1910, when you did plays and, and shit like that on the radio, they would literally use this thing or a sound effect of someone <laughs> drinking. Like, it would be like... Can you tell that Pat hates the sound of me drinking out oh, of this water shit. jug? shit. This thing is just... Uh, it is uh, loud, man. It is loud, and it's always Whatever. With us, but, I, we know. live in a desert, and I'm yeah. hydrated, and that's all that matters. Yeah, no, I'm not going to hate on you for that, because uh, on, on days when you don't stay hydrated... You feel like it'll shit. It gets you. I, 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 I can't figure out the other thing I'm trying to figure out... What's that? Now that we live here in the desert... Um, my lips, uh-huh. my bottom lip is always peeling and dry and I carry chapstick with me as much as I carry that jug with me. Like I've put chapstick. I've realized I need twice as much here in the desert. I have chapstick here in the groove cat lounge for when I work. I have chapstick in the nightstand next to the bed. I have chapstick in my purse. I have chapstick in the bathroom wow. and my lips are still dry and I cannot figure it out. You should try the kind that I have. I is have it this, good? Yeah. I, um, it must be something because I never, never use chapstick. Even since I was a kid, I, one, just don't like the feel of it. Really? I don't like anything about it. But two, I've also never really had chapped lips. Like, yeah. it's just not something that I deal with. And AJ's always been big on it. Uh, our son has been big on it. But since we moved out here. Pat actually bought, like, man chapstick. Same thing. It's called I, mapstick. I, um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's actually called, I, I believe it's Dapper, Dapper something. Dapper. It's a Dapper product. Um, but I... Had, I almost shit my pants when yeah. Pat goes, hey, I got some chapstick coming in the mail. I said, yeah. what did you say? What, because out here, you? same thing. My lips started going dry yeah. and not like cracking and all that. But I mean, I could tell like yeah. this is not good. Mine are not cracking, but they like I can feel it on the bottom. They peel. And like my sister. So this is something we've talked about on the show before. I pick my eyelashes when I'm stressed out. Some people pick the hair off their head. It's an yeah. actual thing. Um, my sister has the same thing, except she um, picks at her lips. And now, like the day of Oroctus, of my huge Irish dance competition, my lips were so dry. And I'm trying to put on lipstick, and you wouldn't understand, but putting on any sort of like lip lipstick, lip gloss when your lips are are peeling is, is no good, no it's fun. disgusting. It look it, like you can see it; it like magnifies it. So I stood in the mirror and like peeled these pieces off my lip to get the lipstick to look decent. And then I'm like, holy shit, I realize why my sister picks out her lips now. Because it's actually really satisfying because then you get a smooth lip. But, some, you know, she does it so bad that, like, her lips bleed. I don't do that. But, yeah, no, I haven't had, like, chapped or cracked lips yet. But, yeah, they're just peeling all the damn time. These are all the downfalls of living in the desert, now, of course. I still wouldn't trade. I'm sorry. Say the upside is. If you were to tell me that um, (laughs) I'd only have to drink half the amount of water and my lips wouldn't uh, peel if I moved back to the Midwest, I still wouldn't do it. Because I see see your weather up there. I see it. And I am not interested in that shit. It's so funny. My dad... I feel like my dad has to make everything a competition with me. You feel like a lot of people have to make things competition because you've used that line a lot with me is that not everything's a competition. So I feel like you don't like people trying to compare your situation to their situation. Well, I just you don't like comparison. I just find it weird when like people continuously try to one up you like no matter what you say, yeah. even if it's it doesn't warrant a one up. Mm-hmm. But like I talked to my dad the other day and he's like, oh, uh, it's, what's the weather like down there? I'm like, oh, it's 75 and sunny. And he goes. 
oh, it's 70 and cloudy here. And I could hear my mom on the other end of the phone go, it's 50 degrees outside yeah. and it's snowing. Yeah, your dad's also demented. <laughs> well, all right. Yeah, so too. you have to talk about <laughs> a normal him, person. Give him, give him a pass. Talk about a normal. <laughs> I'm interested to see how uh, next week we have company coming. <gasps> So exciting. How the hell are we going to record this podcast with people here? Holy smokes. We're going to put them. On. Oh, my God. We'll we, we talk about these two on the podcast a lot. So it I doesn't think mean they, they want to be on it, though. I think they will. I think at least my cousin will. Not everyone is such great orators as uh, me and you. You said orator. <laughs> Racking tours. No, I think I think he'll be on it. I would love to have him on it because we've talked about him for years. I'm pretty sure people think he doesn't really exist. No, he does. Yeah, we have. Um, so AJ's cousin and his wife and his family from Minnesota is coming to visit us next week. Because, again, you live in Arizona. Here's when people come visit you. Yes. Because uh, they want to get the hell out of the yeah, winter. December, January, February. Okay? And I shit Maybe you. Maybe even March. Yeah. Maybe. I shit you now. We already have friends that are coming out here from Indiana in February. February. We've already figured out, too, that, like, <laughs> we figured out that the snowbirds come down here over Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving weekend. Thanksgiving, yes. When they because also... we'd heard the lore of, you know, the, the population, like, doubles here in the winter. And I'm like, I'm not seeing it. And then we went grocery shopping over Thanksgiving, and we both said, holy shit, oh, there's twice as many people holy here. Holy smokes. Yeah, no, this is the time when people will come visit. So I'm interested to see, um, you know. Uh, it's shitty in Minnesota right now. He's, he's texted me a few times, like, hey, can't wait to get out of this. And and I mean, it's just, it, it's ground cover. Like it's there. it's there. And uh, AJ's basically created, and it's uh, so cute to watch you do this. So her cousin's bringing his, his daughter, who is, I guess, what was it? Two and it? a half. Your second cousin then? Your third cousin? Uh, she's cousin? my second cousin. Your yeah. second cousin. So she's two and a half, real fun age. Obviously, we have a 15-year-old moose in the house. AJ <laughs> has not had a child here for a very long time. I have, I absolutely admit I have baby fever. I don't want another one, but I want to play with other people's babies. So I see AJ kind of semi-nesting <laughs> for like a five-day visit from a two and a half-year-old. Oh, now I'm worried. I We haven't had a kid this little in the house in over a decade. Now, she already, like, the first thing is, and this is something that we never really had to deal with, but you emailed your cousin to say, hey, how, like, baby-proof or toddler-proof should I make the house? Yeah. Because, one... It's not ours isn't baby-proofed at all. Well, no, because we're all grown up. But really, the fact is, when we had a child of that age, he was not a get into shit kind of kid no and we had heard the lore of like you know sticking forks in the uh, you know outlets and shit like we'd heard the lore of the terrible twos but he really was never he was never that kid he was a sass bucket but he wasn't mischievous like he didn't get into shit yeah we never had to worry about we didn't have to proof anything yeah locking up cabinets and 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 stuff so it was funny one for you to ask your cousin which by the way what was his response to that did you get one i don't think i asked him actually i think i talked about asking him okay because i i figured she's gonna go around we're gonna have all these little like baby proof things now like you know latches on on everything um on top of that she's basically rearranged the house and how we're all going to live um for your cousin as well because so we have uh, well the first thing i asked is how does she sleep when you travel does she sleep yeah in a pack and play because we have a 15 year old he'll yeah. sleep anywhere put him on the couch all right fine exactly and i'm like oh you know i forgot these are things we got to think about yeah and he said well she's a little too big for the pack and play right now but she's still too small for like a bed yeah and he said so i don't know like a toddler bed and that was also something i was trying to tell our son this yesterday 
I was explaining to him, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to set up a toddler bed for Lily. And he goes, what's that? Yeah. And I said. He never had one. You never had one because he went, he had one of those cribs that converted from the crib to the toddler bed. Yeah. But by the time he was like ready. By he was the time, too big. He was too big. And we're like, why would we convert this into a toddler bed when he's just going to be in a twin size in two months? Because he's so tall. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, Dylan, you never had a toddler bed. We went straight for the twin size with you. But, you know, most kids do make the transition in between with a toddler bed. Yeah, he went because uh, he was just so tall and so big. We just When went, he outgrew the crib, I was yeah. like, okay, well, why would we convert straight this bed. if he's that too big for it? Yeah. So, one, AJ has already gone out, and she has hunted down a toddler bed, um, complete, like, with the frame and the mattress. Yeah, it's the whole thing minus she's, the bedding. She's got the whole kit and caboodle. She found it online. She's gonna- well, you know what they make? And this is, again, I this is the weirdest part to me of being a parent is seeing how things for our kids evolve. But, like, like the shit they have for babies now would have been lifesavers for us in 2006. Yeah. Like, some of the... These- imagine what your mom says about oh my raising God. you in the 80s. I yeah. can't imagine. But so, you know, everything's like evolved and it's, you know, online shopping's also evolved too. So that was the first place I looked. I'm like, oh, can we get something cheap online? They sell air mattress toddler beds for travel. Really? And they're basically small air mattresses with like um, like guards on, like guardrails on the side, like huh. blow up guardrails. Now, I asked him about that because to be honest with you, you can get one of those or you can pay even less on Marketplace for an actual toddler bed. Yeah, yeah. But then you're stuck with it. And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. I'll I'll, I'll give it to a parent or something. Yeah, you like literally it. are I'll having, pay it forward. You have plans of buying this toddler bed and, and then, then giving it to somebody. And then yeah. donating it afterwards. Yeah, because so it's I, literally just for a five day stay. Well, the irony is uh, on my Facebook, it just came up in memories that we were buying our son a bigger bed this time, I don't know, like 13 years ago, okay. uh, 12 years ago. And I kept my Facebook post was, I can't believe how expensive this shit is yeah, yeah. so i'm like oh wouldn't that be nice to give it to a mom who was like me like doesn't have a lot of money here's a toddler bed yeah. so um i got her the toddler bed off marketplace because it really is it's actually cheaper than the blow up one and now Hold and on. the blow up but it's like any other air mattress it's got mixed reviews some people are like it's great some people say no it deflates so i don't want to take the, take the chance so if you think she's done right so she's gone out she's bought uh she's getting this toddler bed for the toddler when the toddler is here um, no, of, of, of course not. She's not done because she's extra. I've always said that to AJ. She's finally starting to realize it, that she's just a little extra with everything. Um, she's also going out and buying Paw Patrol betting because she said, <laughs> well, I found out that Paw Patrol is her favorite show. So, well, you know, it's the bed doesn't come with bedding. And even if it did, it did I wouldn't use it because kids are nasty. That's pretty gross. That's yeah. pretty gross. Um, I mean, I already I'm like, oh, we got to check out the mattress. before. Like, let's do a, a real good once over on it. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah. And it, toddler bedding's cheap. It's like 30 bucks for the whole set, which I will also donate because she'll only use it for a few days. You are going to give away an entire Paw Patrol themed bed after this. Well, Holy shit. Here's the funny part is. Again, like just so much has changed since we had a little one. Yeah. Um, I went online and was looking for the Paw Patrol bedding and they don't, they had like, they have blue and pink and then kind of nondescript. And I was like, well, she's a girl, so maybe she wants pink. And then I was like, eh. That's kind of old school now. Yeah, that is very so old I, school. And, and I asked my cousin, I said, who's her favorite character? Because if it was the girl character, I would get her the pink Betty. Yeah. He's like, no, the main officer or whatever. and <laughs> The main dog. The main dog. The, the head dog. <laughs> the big bed dog. <laughs> so I, 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 I bought her like the quote unquote boys betting because it was Did that you? character. And I was like... 
she's not going to give a shit. It's all gender all. fluid, man. Yeah, it's it all is. gender fluid. It's just weird. Again, I have to get used to that because that's different now. Who gives and I, I totally, a shit? I totally support it, but I also was yeah. like, I don't want to get her a pink bed set if she's not into that character. Like that's because I my favorite color was blue growing up. So yeah. like I get it, I get it. So this whole Paw Patrol, you know, bed thing is happening now, and obviously with the bedding and all the colors. I didn't know the extent of all that, but neither did I trust me. This is all new for me too. <laughs> so this is all happening too. Right. And then on top of that, she starts. So we have a, a four bedroom house and this is the first time we've ever had four bedrooms yeah. in our life. We've, we've often said in our old home that had three bedrooms, um, that, you know, we realized when we had people come visit us, Boy, our house isn't big enough. No, when to, you yeah, when you've got to have people visit. Yeah, when you've got another adult couple there, it was too. Yeah. It felt too small. Now, but but the weird part was is we had someone visit like twice a year. So you yeah. also wouldn't say, well, this is not a concern of mine. I'm not like part of this tight family clique no. where every other weekend grandma and grandpa are here. No, we're used to it. People say they visit and they never do. Yeah, so I was do. like, you know, I don't care. It's only so like twice a year. I remember when we when we moved out here and just the home we found by by chance had. Uh, four bedrooms and i said wow i'm like four bedrooms i'm like that means when we have people come visit us that we can actually i i bet we can uh, uh, accommodate them right without it feeling like we're yeah. like you know yeah. we can't breathe yeah uh no i'm wrong i'm wrong no four you know no we need fucking five six seven bedrooms apparently uh because aj Hang has on, you agreed with no, me on this though i did but it's just funny how something how a house you deem it was too, when we first moved in here we said it's too big yeah he said, I still feel like it's this too house big. Is too big, but it's funny how in an, we got a screaming deal. <laughs> but in an instant, in an instant, this house became too small. Something like that, where you're like, "Hey, my cousin's going to come with a two year old." Oh shit, we're going to be on top of each other. Well, <laughs> I was, I'm, I'm like doing the the math and like measuring shit, and I'm like, we are. Like we're we're in the groove. Well, this was my other thought. So yeah. we're in the Groove Cat Lounge right now, which yeah. has our podcast equipment. It's where I work from home. Yeah, it's got a vintage radio and Pat's DJ set. I mean, this is the Groove Cat Lounge. Yeah. I thought I said we can put her in here if she's in like a crib or something like that. But then he said, "Eh, she's kind of too big for the crib and the pack and play. She's got like a toddler bed at home." Yeah. So I said, "Okay, well, this plus one then- if she got out of the pack and play in here, is so much shit." For and her that to play was with. the other thing I said. I'm like, she if she gets out, in, <laughs> like a speaker will fall on her head, and she will like chew a wire like a cat or something. Like yes. I don't know, any yes, a million a, things could happen. A toddler here. is just just like a, a cat. Yes. yes, you have to worry about those. things. So I'm like, okay, we we probably can't put her in here, her in here regardless. So that relegates us to putting her in the same room as her parents. Yeah. Which I think would have been okay, but now Pat works from home. I do. I work in the other bedroom. And the other spare bedroom is like half office, half bedroom, and it's crowded. And which, I which said, for me is really just a stand up desk and a chair, but that's enough. It's enough to, to crowd the room. To crowd the room, yeah. Um but you know, again, we don't have we're not gonna have people visiting exactly three hundred and sixty five days a year. So I said, What if we put them in our bedroom because our bedroom's enormous yeah. and then it's got the a, end suite yeah and i'm like it's enough room to put her toddler bed in there without them feeling cramped and, yeah you know, oh yeah kinda, there's room in there yeah. yeah i'm like it'll kind of give them their own space to like you know that's one thing when you go to somebody's house you do need your own space even if it's small so have we're you, gonna end up sleeping in the spare bedroom <laughs> have you told your cousin yet about those plans yes 
Yeah. Okay. Um, I I told my cousin's wife. Okay. And I was like, hey, I think we'll we'll put, you know if you guys don't mind, we'll put you in. I'm like, I'll get new sheets, and she's like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like they're so nonchalant. We, we bang on these sheets, <laughs> but I'm like, not you know, often. Not but often. We do bang but when on we these do, sheets. it's yeah. we do. Yeah. Um, but I said I'll probably put you in the the master bedroom. It's enough room for the toddler bed and blah yeah. blah blah. And she's like. Oh, we don't want to impose. I'm like, she's you're not, so Minnesota nice. Yeah. I was going to say there's they both no, keep saying that we don't want to no, impose. I'm like, you're not imposing at all. I'm just no. kind of rearranging shit. Yeah, it's uh, that. That's the funny part is just in an instant. How I kid you not, we have since we moved into this home, um, just kind of gone on about man, so much space. And yeah. it's like almost space we don't need. And all of a sudden, you put uh, two grown ups and that's a toddler in here too, and it's way too. That's small. all it takes. Well, and it blows my mind too because I think about my mom growing up. My mom. Uh, is the youngest well she was she's the youngest of eight now yeah her younger brother passed away when he was like I think seven or eight but there were eight growing up in that well so and I've asked her about this before because my grandma lived in this amazing house in mm-hmm. Libertyville Illinois which is a, a far out suburb of Chicago yeah um and this house to me when I was a kid was a mansion yeah I'm like grandma lives in a mansion it's huge and of course you know she bought it for like 30 grand in yeah. 1945 but the old the older I got, the more her I, daughter has made a mint selling it in two thousand five. Oh yes, they did. Yeah. <laughs> that that paid for her care till she died, so that was a good thing. Um, but as you know, as I grew up, I'm like, God, where did you guys all sleep in this house? Because there was only two. There were three bedrooms. Yeah. So one was grandma and grandpa. One right? was grandma and grandpa, and they had it was weird. They had like a little office room that was in between the hallway and their room. Okay. So you had to walk through this little office, and apparently one of her brothers slept in there. Oh, so so that like was that doubled as a bedroom. All right. Um, must have been, and that's what Pat always says. He goes, "How did they bang to make all these kids?" Yeah, that's my listen. When you got a kid I in the next room, <laughs> I can't fucking get my wife to drop her panties unless my kids at fucking school. <laughs> so I don't know what happened. Maybe it's women's rights. You guys, I mean, maybe back. <laughs> Back then, women just couldn't say anything. The husband's like, let's bang, and you just had to say, let's bang. But I was like, <laughs> my wife needs complete silence. She needs a fucking kid gone. And I'm like, meanwhile, they were banging enough yeah. back then. And these eight are kids. Eight kids. Okay. And, and these are flimsy. These are houses with not real, like, 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 like thick walls. Okay. Yeah. No. So the her brother slept in. God bless him. Yeah. Her brother basically slept on like the, the rollaway bed. That in poor that son room. of a bitch had to hear him banging for everybody. I know. He had to hear all of his siblings get, uh, get uh, conceived. <laughs> Um, some of her siblings were way older than her, like out of the house by the time she was born. Okay, so there wasn't like a solid eight no, people. No, but there was, a, She, I think she said six was the most that was there. So there were... Six kids, two adults? Six kids, two adults. Um, yeah, yeah that'd be so. eight, right? I'm trying to do the math. Yeah. It's so hard. Um, but yeah, there were two kids in each bedroom. Wow. And then her brother slept in the yeah. little office and then her... And like... So we're just fucking pansies now. Pretty much. That's what it is. I mean, they had, but downstairs they had enough room to, like, you could, everybody could be separate. There was a den, there was a living room, there was a big dining room, a huge basement. So, like, everybody. But, you know, I'm all, the older I got, I'm like, shit, this place isn't big enough for eight kids. See, I like hearing more because um, our grandmothers are around the, uh, uh, born the same time and kind of the same story. Um, but my grandmother grew up like that, like um, on 26th Street in Chicago, like a fucking, you know, 900 square yeah. foot, two bedroom apartment. I would say in urban Chicago, those houses are a lot 20 smaller. 20 gajillion kids. No wonder the men work so much. They just want to get the fuck out of the house. Dude, my grandpa, and I, I didn't realize this <laughs> until just a few years ago, yeah. Dude, my, my grandfather worked in Wisconsin. Yeah, sure. He worked in Milwaukee for to get the fuck away from all these kids, man. <laughs> he was, that's an hour commute to and from. The most time he had alone was in the car. <laughs> 
peace and quiet driving to work. Yeah, I go home to all these kids. Although they had a huge backyard, enormous. So yeah. like it, hindsight, I'm like, all right, there was enough room. Maybe it was sleep- room to sprawl. Yeah, yeah. sleeping might have been dicey. I think my mom said the only time it was really hard is when my her brother he died of meningitis and okay. he died at home. So she's like, oh, like medical stuff. Yeah. So she's like, he had a whole room full of medical stuff. They had a dog that they had to keep out of there because he had like a feeding tube. Yeah. So she's like, that was, yeah. yeah. She's like, that's the only time it was ever really tight because he needed this room and we had to like guard this room and make sure he was okay. Wow. But yeah, no, the more I think about it, I'm like, that is a small ass house for eight kids. And here we are bitching about a four. We have more bedrooms than they did. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, it's just, you know, I think about my, my God, they only had a, they had a bathroom and a half. Yeah. They had one full bathroom yeah. upstairs and a half downstairs. Bro, That's listen, it for we, eight people. We had two bathrooms in the house where I grew up with my grandparents, right? There was the original bathroom on the original floor of the house. It was built in 1940, whatever. Um, and then they did upstairs in the attic. They had uh, made it like an addition. So it was a okay. living area. And they had another bathroom up there. And that was a big fucking deal to have two bathrooms. Yeah. We had two bathrooms. That's huge. We have two bathrooms in our house now. And I, I, I swear to God, there's times I got, I got, I'm going outside to pee, you know? <laughs> it's like... She's in one, stinking it up. He's in the hey. other, stinking it up. And I'm like, this is going to take time. Listen, only one of those bathrooms has a bidet attached. Have you thought about that? Have you thought about the bathroom situation with your cousins coming in? Yes. That's more butts. That's more butts. More butts on the seat. Um, we only I'm, have two bathrooms. So here's why I'm kind of thinking that it's good that we're going to have them in the master bathroom. Yeah. Cause, or master bedroom. Because then they can kind of have the master bathroom and do their thing. I mean, we're going to have to go in there because the closet's in there and yeah. stuff. But like... It'll basically separate the two families. Like, we'll be on this side of the house. They'll be on that side of the house. And the twain shall meet at some point. But- <laughs> so I love the fact that we're basically inviting them out to have them here to really have their own space in their own time. Well, I want to give them their own space. Yes. Because having a toddler is hard. Yeah. So I think having... <laughs> so when me and you were done dealing with a toddler, we're like, all right, we're going to go to the other side of the house. <laughs> you guys deal with this Bye. shit. This is why we set this all up for you guys to like deal with like toddler uh, time. Regardless, over I'm super excited. You know, it, and it, you, I feel bad because like I realize that I'm excited to hang out with a little kid because you she are. she is a riot. She's the cutest thing. Listen, we, to we Facetime on the phone. I love this little girl. <laughs> And I like my son. What it was it? Brooke Shields. Some celebrity came out this week and said my fifteen year old is in the asshole stage. Yeah, yeah. And I can pretty much agree with that. I, I don't want to say it, <laughs> but I'm like I feel bad that I'm like excited to hang out with a two and a half year old. I'm just kind of like swiping my fifteen year old to the side, like go away. You're fine. Yeah, you feel real happy about that till you're on the seventeenth episode of Paw Patrol, <laughs> and it's ten thirty in the morning. An award that said no Jesse Smollett jokes. Um, yes, no, 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 just. <laughs> what the hell was he thinking? <laughs> from now on, I ain't never gonna know just. You're Jesse from now on. You don't even get the you no more. That you was respect. You ain't getting no respect from me. Okay, so I think the record stands now at um, two who have taken the stand in their own defense have been found guilty. One who uh, took the stand in his own defense has been found not guilty. 
And of course, the classic one uh, decided not to take the stand and was found guilty anyways. Uh, Jesse Smollett guilty of whatever tomfoolery oh my he was God. doing in Chicago. What a clusterfuck. <laughs> um, the Duggar kid. The, oh, um, the Duggar kid. I, is it Josh Duggar? It's yeah. Josh Duggar. Josh Duggar. PUS. He come. He uh, guilty on his charges of like uh, possession of child porn and stuff. And this is all, of course, still in the wake of you had the uh, the uh, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse trial. Uh, not guilty. But then you had the uh, Travis. I am blanking on his last name. Uh, but of course, it was uh, the killing, the death of Ahmed Arbery. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, that 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 dude took took his uh, the stand in his own defense, and they said uh, guilty You're for guilty. you. Yeah. So like myself, he didn't really deny it very much on the stand. Yeah. Right. So so you have kind of these other verdicts out there, and then these two kind of like quasi celebrity ones because they're not like I mean, yeah, Jesse Smollett's a celebrity, but I argue that this whole fucking kerfuffle has made him like a household name yeah but not in a good way no 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 not in a good way he staged a homophobic attack against himself for publicity who does that well i mean hollywood's a cutthroat fucking business but it was in chicago if you were ever wondering about how fucking tough a business that is let me tell you the first uh problem that i had as a native chicagoan by the way uh, with the Jesse Smollett story, and of course, just to jog your memory, the Jesse Smollett story. What's what show was he on? Um, it's Empire. Empire. Okay, thank so you. He was. Yeah, they definitely wrote his ass the yeah. fuck off that show. So, uh, Jesse Smollett. This whole thing starts. His whole, by the way, his whole family. There, and that's how I knew he was famous because of his last name. He's got sister. I think twin sisters that are actresses too. Okay, and I knew their names growing up. I'm like, huh. I wonder if they're related. So the whole family's like into the business. So to jog your memory, Jesse Smollett, this uh, um, all started with him reporting that he had been attacked. Um, He had had a noose placed around his head. He was inundated with racial slurs, um, specifically terms uh, like this is MAGA country, and it was very politically Ooh. charged. And this was back when it was uh, when uh, Trump was in office, right? So that's where this thing Tensions starts. Tensions were running high, yeah. and it was like, wow, this is. And, and for for all of us, we're like, this is fucked up. Yeah. This is what's happening now. Um, quickly, and when I mean quickly, it didn't take long. <laughs> the entire story starts to unravel, and it seems more and more likely. That two fellows that Jesse happens to know himself weren't they? They were on Empire too, weren't they? I think they somehow worked, yeah. like on the production. Okay. I don't think they were like on the show. Uh, it it turns out that he may have, um, well, been assaulted by two guys that he knows, who by the way are black. That he asked to do it. That he then asked to, to do it, so they were not these white um, kind of you know like we oh like we, you know the the old joke used to be about like 
the random black guy that always got like profiled for crimes. Oh yeah, and like this one was put on the random white guy. It was like random white guy, man. He's a Trump looking looking white guy. So quickly, his story kind of goes to shit. It didn't take long, no. And it really caused a lot of political turmoil in the city because there is a lot of that's uh, the last thing Chicago needed right now. My God, there were a lot of claims of kind of a fame spe- uh, uh, seeking district attorney cutting these deals and and and. And, and in the end, uh, uh, the claim is proven false, and Jesse Smollett is uh, now on trial for basically filing false police reports. Lying to police, yeah, fabricating um, the whole thing. And this is also uh, uh, also being developed behind this, is there some kind of like financial cost that they literally wanted like i think they the, want him to pay it back the city yeah. wants to sue him for the amount of money because it was a high should. profile case where if you have a a star of a not a star but you know on a major tv show gets assaulted in this highly politicized yeah. way in downtown chicago and yada 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 and you know so so it, it financially impacted the city just in the amount of money they have to shell out now to get to the bottom of this right so the bottom is is that jesse smollett is guilty as fuck. Yeah, okay, he is. <laughs> and my favorite part was when he uh, basically accused the two guys who like got paid to attack him or whatever yeah. it is. His friends, his, his friends. friends. Yes, they. He said, "Well, they're homophobic." Yeah. And they quickly were like, uh, no, we're not. And there's pictures of them dressed as like half naked Trojans at a, at a gay pride. So parade. he was still trying to, he's like, no, he was they still trying to spin the yarn, man. They weren't white MAGA, but they're homophobic, uh, racist, <laughs> but they're black homophobic. Oh, no, that they're not. So, and no, the funny part is, is that Jesse Smollett and again, I mean, yeah. never. I couldn't pick this guy yeah. out of a lineup before this. So he, if this is what he wanted, <laughs> see, that's what I was going to say. There you go. At the root of this, right? At the root of this, and and let's accept the narrative now that is widely accepted that he orchestrated this entire yeah. thing um, to basically seek some clout to get some fame. Well, right? because they also said that he there was like a contract dispute with Empire. He didn't feel like he was getting paid. Raise what his he's worth. Yeah. I mean, this is something that you know. It's just an, it's an odd way to to get a raise at work. <laughs> you do what you got. Like, again, no, you how don't I said, do. That's not what you got to do. How I said, Hollywood's a cutthroat Damn, fucking business. Dude, that is ridiculous. Okay? <laughs> this guy's like, I need to stage a, a fucking hate crime for me to what get a better contract. Hell? It just makes me so sad because there are actual hate crimes that happen. I know. And now this asshole, right? Crying Wolf, is going to mess it up for everybody. So here's my thing. At the basis of all this, it was I need to raise my profile. I need to be more famous. Yeah. And this was his solution. You know, I mean, he did make that happen. He is more famous. I did not know who this guy was. And that's not to say that I didn't, just because I don't watch Empire, I knew some of the actors on it. You tell me names. I'm like, oh, I know who they are. I did not know Jesse Smollett. Now you do. I mean, I just figured out that it's Jesse and not Jesse. It's Jesse. I thought it was Jesse for the first three months of this bullshit. It's you, not an E. See, the first thing, as a native Chicagoan, that I knew this was bullshit at, there were two major red flags where I said, this guy's full of shit, right? Because... Uh, I, I said, one, the story was, was that he was coming home. I don't know if it was late night from a bar or a, a shoot, whatever the fuck. He was coming home at 2 a.m. and he stopped at a subway. Okay. He stopped at a subway. No Chicago one stops at a fucking subway at 2 o'clock in the morning. Now, is he from Chicago? I don't know. Or were they just filming in Chicago? I know they, they film in Chicago. But, but you still wouldn't stop at a you subway. You don't stop at a subway. We have a million 
like late night till 5 a.m., often 24-hour places to get all types of foods. That aren't chains. That is not Subway. No one, I have yet in my life at (laughs) 2 o'clock in the morning in downtown Chicago said, Hey, you need a $5 foot long? I could really go for a $5 foot long. I'm going to get a $5 foot long. Sounds good. You want one? Um, So (laughs) that was the first red flag where I'm like, this guy's full of shit. The second one is the um, all-around character, the goon that he described, this, like, stereotype MAGA person. I said, uh... Is not hanging out in downtown Chicago at two o'clock in the morning. No, no. I can tell you what suburbs they live in. I can tell you what outlying counties they live in. <laughs> but they're in. not hanging out in downtown they're Chicago. They're in Joliet. They're in Rockford. They're, you know, but but they are not in downtown no. Chicago uh, doing some cruising to, to, to perform a hate crime. Not to say terrible things don't happen. Yes, we can Absolutely. all. We can talk about the Nazis in Skokie, Illinois. Yeah. And, you Chicago's know, a shit show. There's a lot that. of shit show going on. But just in general, the yeah. way he described this, like it's a couple MAGA guys out looking to kick some ass. I'm like, the MAGA guys think Chicago's a fucking war zone. Yeah. So why would they set up they in wouldn't. downtown Chicago and ran? It, it just made no sense. I think, I mean, the whole thing doesn't make sense. I'm just mind blown that he thought that it would have made more sense to raise your profile it would have made more sense to me if it was just like jerk off suburban douchebag yeah club dudes who are out in the city drunk drunk and somebody throws a punch that That, that would be yeah but but like the way he kind of carbon cut and copy this okay who's all right who who's like the MAGA dude. Okay. He's going to be a, a, a white, white guy, guy, 40s, uh, brown hair, <laughs> camo hair. Just, oh my you God. Know? So, all right. So, Jesse Smollett, and he took the stand, right? Like, we're still on the uh, kind of, like I said, the tales of the Rittenhouse thing and the other Aubrey t- trial where people are taking the stand now. They're yeah. not afraid to take the fucking stand. Well, because I, I've always wondered. What, I mean, we watch a lot of Dateline. Oh, I watch too much. We just, watch just in general. In, yeah, it's all crime all shows. All crime shows. And by the time they get to the trial, no matter what it is, mm-hmm. I always wonder, like, are they, because they show them sitting there. And I'm like, all right, well, they're sitting there. All these people talking shit about them up there. Yeah. How bad do they just want to yeah. pipe up and speak for themselves? So I think people are starting to do that. Sometimes it works. Sometimes well, it doesn't. It, I mean, it makes sense for Jesse Smollett because he's an actor. Okay. Yeah. Like if there's anyone you would think can actually get on the stand and put on a performance. Yeah. Would be an actor. Um, I think it like, I mean, I, I get it in some uh, means where if you are a, like a, a Ted Bundy, a mass yeah. murderer, you're on trial for horrific t- uh, crimes. Yes, you're not going to go on the stand because the whole point is then the DA can like just just fucking slam you, yeah. hammer you, right? And real, and you know when you've committed that many crimes, uh, right? That are that yeah. heinous, At that point, you're just what trying can to you reduce. Say about yourself, but I will tell you in 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 the cases that we're seeing it happen in, they're kind of these grayish, they're gray areas, middle yeah. of the road. It's not like we're talking about a clear cut. Someone broke in my house and I shot them, and it's not that kind and, of shit. You know, oddly, I thought the written house thing was pretty clear cut. It wasn't. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> but but see, I've even dug into that, too. And if you break down, and, and this is another thing people always forget, right, is that juries are, they are bound by tight rules. Yeah, they are. And you look at things they have to consider, things that they can't consider. It's amazing. Like with the Josh Duggar thing, they deliberated for, the, they said, just 
Seven hours. And I'm seven like, hours. Think about seven hours in a room with other people talking about the same thing. Talking about thing. whether or not a guy now. The I'm ju- like, that, the seven hours is not a lot of time, apparently. Like, that's how much shit they have to go through. See, now, but now here's the thing Josh Duggar did not take the stand in his own uh, defense. And Good. He, but he's like a TV guy, too. I, I thought, you know, if like. I think he's past the. Like, with the Jesse Smollett thing, like you said, gray area. Josh Duggar, oh, you're not just a gray a, you're, area. You're a fucking. It's, like the yeah. serial killer thing. Like, how are you going to get up there and stick up for yourself? Yeah. You're not. So just don't. You know, I think they're the like, whole, we're, we're past that. I think they went down swinging the Josh Duggar thing and it was all about porn, uh, kitty porn, right? So it's all this guy's receiving images and sending images. And like, they went down swinging with the defense that it had to be somebody else, <laughs> that someone else logged on. It was the old, it wasn't me. They said someone logged onto his laptop and shit. It was crazy. Uh-huh. That that's a, and that's a last. That, yeah, that's like we got nothing else. Somebody like, like else. All we got is I uh, fuck. Someone else did it. I don't know. Pat was watching YouTube clips of some sort of like cops show that's no longer on the air last weekend, and all the drug stories. Yeah, everything. That's not mine. That's, that's yes. I'm holding it for never, a friend, and never. it's just so funny to hear them all say it over and over again. Like that. That's not mine. But like those it was people, somebody else. Those people cop a deal because they know they're wrong, and yeah. to see someone take it all the way to the finish well, line. Well, he's a dugger. He's you know, he's a, he's a TV oh, star. Fuck. He but probably like, felt like he could maybe make it happen. I'll tell you what, though. One thing that they both have in common is Jesse Smollett and this uh, Josh Duggar. Boy, they both got cut the fuck off TV. Yes, I and mean, they fucking should. That happened fast. I yes. mean, Empire wrote him off in like a week and a half. Yeah. They're like, and Jesse... Went away and never came back again. And it wasn't end. even like it wasn't it wasn't even like we exactly knew what happened. <laughs> but they knew that there were to, there were nothing. rumblings that something was sketchy. They're like he's out. So is nineteen or is it nineteen kids? I don't yes, know. Are any of the kids. Duggars on TV still? Because uh, I, I really freaking I hope we get rid of them. I think so. I think some of the kids are in kind of like the Their sisters own, yeah. kind of thing because the dad is running for some kind of a state office. So and, he can't be on TV. And he can't be on it's TV. It's just like Dr. Oz. Dr. They pulled Oz him can, off in yeah. a couple of states because yeah. he's running. It's so. a fair time law. So I know the dad is probably off TV because he's running for office. But I think the daughters, but he was like quickly, as soon as that shit popped yeah. off, they're just like, and goodbye. Like It's 18 kids you know, and counting, you know? Just just kills me is that like Pat and I have joked about uh, like being on TV in the past. Like mm-hmm. at one point we were somebody called us about our own reality show. Yeah. And we literally were like, we have to look back at our pasts and make oh. sure there's nothing even remotely no. controversial. Couldn't do that. And and we couldn't. Couldn't, couldn't do that. I mean, that. you know, we don't, you know, we're not, we're not, there's no child porn or felonies. No, but, I, I was about to say, but still, there's things that still, just, you don't a, want your life Even a little thing. Like and that. that's what just kills me is that these people go on TV yeah. and they're high and mighty AF. How did he? Knowing that they're not only was, he's clearly been doing this for a while. I, this I, is I, not I was going to say he has, this is a, this a, is a documented yeah. problem that he has. So and he, he's, a, he's, he's, he's been a predator. doing it. Yeah. He he was continuing to do it. Yeah. On TV. on TV. On TV. Oh. Holy shit. I mean, it's kind of, I'm, see, I'm wondering, I'm not going to lie to you. I want to yeah. know what's going to happen with Joel Olstein. 
Oh yeah, that motherfucker. Oh, yeah, him God. too. Like, I mean, I don't know. Is he? He's he's got to be on TV somewhere. I don't know. I isn't think, this kind of like just kind of overall though goes to talk about how we just love fucking building people up to tear to them tear down. Him, you yeah. know, like how many people back when nineteen kids and counting was hot? They're all like, oh, the fucking kids and the, the, duggers. And the, the duggers and all this cool shit. And you know, same thing with everyone. Like we love to uh, Joel Olstein. Oh my God, I I love his radio shows. He's so positive. Blah, blah, blah. You know, and he's then a thief. and. And then He's like, a criminal. And then, like, as soon as he won't let people, you know, stay in the church during a hurricane, you're yeah. like, oh, fuck that guy. Fuck that. Well, so, yeah, but he, he but, didn't do himself any favors No, but, but again, it just goes to our, our overall of, you know, these are those cases. Do you cases. know why, though? I'll tell you why. With people, and I'm, I won't put Jesse Smollett in this category because yeah. I don't think it applies. Yeah. Um, or Kyle Rittenhouse. But if we're talking about the Duggars and Joel Olstein, Yeah. Do you hear the guy, the plumber, by the way, got a reward for yeah, finding got, the money? Yeah, he got like 20, 20 grand. 20 grand, yeah. He found $400,000. And he got 20, well, 20 grand still a lot of money in a wall um, in Joel Olstein's house Joel that was Steen's reportedly house. stolen Holy years ago. Shit. Um, but my problem with like the Duggars and yeah. Joel Olstein is they are on TV, literally it's, both of them yeah. preaching about how wholesome and wonderful they are as people and how you should be like them and it's be very... like Jesus and all the, the Christian bullshit. And then this stuff happens. And I'm yeah. like, I mean, there are still people out there who support these it is crazies. A, it is a product that oh. is kind of presented on the the platter of uh you know this uh family values and all well, that yeah shit. and yeah. and then listen i understand what you're yeah, saying like they're kind well, of trojan horsing it in exactly and like we both grew up in very religious households yeah. and i i can already tell you how they're gonna spin it it's gonna be well i'm just a man and i'm not perfect and then their fans will be uh, like you, you ain't know, perfect pal well you he'll ask for forgiveness and all that crap and they'll let him they'll let him continue so on he, so, i don't not Josh Duggar, but i think joel yeah. olstein's gonna get away with it. Dude, I, yeah, yeah, fight. What, yeah, f- yeah, you can get away as a preacher. You can get away with it because you can just, yeah, kind of like give. That's why Jesus is so awesome. It's just forgiveness, right? Like, it's yeah. just fuck up. Ah, oh, just forgive me. Born again. Guy stole money from his own church. Dude, and I was. But you know what my listen, biggest question is? I was is? Catholic. So, so we oh, had we we had confession where they're like, yeah. literally, they're like, go hit the reset button, buddy. You're all good. Go in there. Do you know what I, my question is? Yes, what is it? Who called the plumber yeah. to his house Fuck. to fix something knowing that there is stolen money behind a wall? Do you know how like, pissed off Joel Olstein is at his wife? Because you know his <laughs> wife made that call. He's like, God the damn it. Backed He's up. like, you couldn't fucking leave the drippy toilet alone. You had to. I told you I'd deal with it. I told you. No, you go call plumber. You know? Like, no, I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm, I'm going to prison now. <laughs> The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.